You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the Four All Nerds Show. The voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. I flip you for real. <laughs> it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, sitting in the captain's chair, as always, a.k.a. Bernie Slanders, a professor and Mary Jane, Quentin Quarantino, toss a coin to your ninja, Charlie Brownish, mm-hmm. light work, Yagami. Here in the captain's chair for all nerds. Yes. Where we distrust the culture yes. from the perspective of people of color. I said that once. I'm going to say it yes. twice. And as always, I'm joined by Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Flex Luthor, Ned uh-huh. Slanders. Gucci Mane, DeLorean, Lambo Calrissian, and Sean Jean-Luc Picard, but not to be outdone, the Ting of the North. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. Yeah, you got to always have the one with the sound effect. Shout outs to yes. our super producer, Mr. Luna. Listener, Light Luna. <laughs> we got to give you an AKA, bro. Yeah, Light Work. It's Light Work. Light know. Work Luna, yeah. Yeah, Light Work Luna right there. I just realized we're the Slanders brothers, right? Like, if I'm we dead the, and you, yes, you Bernie, yes. yeah. Yes, right. we are. Yep, slanders. All right. Yeah. I'm also ready hater one, you know. Again, <laughs> one of my favorite, favorite AKAs on the planet, bro. And speaking of ready hater one, I had a chance to see <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Um, everyone like had it? a chance to see because it's out on HBO Max. Right. I ain't getting a preview. But I ain't nothing like that. It. You ain't so seen it yet. You can't spoil it. Not that it's going to be much. There ain't much to be spoiled. Spoil it. Niggas or, get served. And there's other people who haven't seen it yet because it just it came out like what, just like four days Friday. ago. Yeah, just dropped Friday. So yeah. we won't spoil anything. This will be yeah. our no spoiler thoughts on. Much. I'm not doing it again. Um, <laughs> you it, gotta do the music. Wait, wait, Luna, you gotta do the music. The doom, 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 doom. The, the little yeah. '90s music. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, 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 Ben. Oh, no, you got, you got you to do, you do the uh, Zemo. All right. Um, ben, what you think about Mortal Kombat? Ooh, uh, 2021 starring Eggs and everybody else. Louis <laughs> Tan. Shout out starring our brother Louis Tan in the yes, lead role. Yes, what up, Louis, Louis Tan, Tan? Friend of the show. And, friend you know, of- getting able to actually show off his acting chops as well as his martial arts chops. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I will say that. I remember when they first announced this, I was like, who cares why we're doing this? And then every time they released more information about it, I was like, I started getting hyped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is good. Oh, 
oh, oh, this looks like this looks like the game, like like the newer game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was, I really got into it. And then that last trailer that popped off a few weeks back, I was like, oh, I'm completely game. I'm first in line. And then I didn't even see it yet. But the fact <laughs> is, I'm still excited for it. But what did you think, Ben? I thought it was. What? Okay, I'll, when whenever they fighting and stuff, it's awesome. Okay. Beyond that, it drags. You know what I mean? It, it it's clunky. It's clunky. That's that's the thing. I, the script mm. is clunky. That's what I'll say. There's a lot of just unnecessary. I don't know if this is in the game, but explanation for why these people have powers. There's a lot of that, and. I mean, there's stories around. I know that, there's that mad stories, things, right? Yeah. And I think they are just trying to make sense. But you didn't care about how these people got powers. I care. None of it. No, you don't. <laughs> you won't in this. I mean, I I care about how Sub Zero came to be, how Scorpion came to be. Get over yeah. here! Like that I care part about is actually interesting. That. There's a actually the intro to the movie. The a lot first of people seven seen, minutes. Yeah, Every, we everyone saw it because of us. Remember one of the there people you who go. dropped it? Yep, yep. It's fucking incredible. And that scene goes on for a little bit longer than even the first seven minutes. And all of that's incredible. Yeah. And then it moves to the present and it just kind of, you know, it's, I feel like it's just taking a lot of time to get to why they're fighting. And this is kind of mm-hmm. like a prequel to the bid fight. You know, there's a lot of fights in this. And the when they're fighting. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, to the actual mortal, you know, battle between Earth Realm and Other Realm or whatever realm. But when they're actually throwing down in this one, they throw down. Yeah. I mean, first of all, Eggs gets his arms, you know. <laughs> Well, um, we know how we know how Jax comes to be. We know that Jax. All right, this is not a spoiler. You know, Jax has metal arms, and you get to see his arms be removed in this movie. Mm-hmm. So that alone was worth the admission for me. I mean, seeing this man get served with just oh, um, well, I, I won't spoil that part because it was comedy. <laughs> well, God, pure well, comedy. His, his name is McCad Brooks. We're using his name from True Blood, but yes. <laughs> but um, what got me hype about this is seeing someone stabbed with their own blood. That, I was just like that goes that. down. Sub Zero, Sub Zero does a lot of grimy shit in this film. Sub Zero is not, nigga. yeah, it's not to be played with. Um, Lewis Tan is there. You know his act, his action is dope. I, his character is once again, you know, part of this clunkiness. Is he even like a actual Mortal Kombat character or somebody else? <laughs> no, and no, um, and um, yeah, and. Uh, I'm still want to see it. I'm still hyped. You got to see it because, like I say, when they're fighting, it's dope. They got my man Cabal up in there. They got Kano. They got... Um, they got Raiden. Raiden. But Raiden, you know, Raiden ain't really throwing down. You know what I mean? They got, they got Sonya They got my, my man with the hat. I can't remember his name. That's Raiden. The one with the... With no, the, no. The hat. man who throws his hat with the metal hat. He he was in Mortal Kombat 2. He was my man. He's actually uh, Kung Lao's cousin. But I cannot remember his name right now. But he throws the hat. Kung Jin? Maybe. That Kung dude's Jin, fire. Kung Jin is a younger cousin of Kung Lao. There we go, yeah. That man throws his hat. He was in Mortal Kombat 2, the game. I remember that. Mm. He was lovely. I used to um, whoop. Sonya no- Blades in there. Oh, Sonya yeah, Blades. That, that dude with the hat, with the metal hat. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with the flying guillotine. Shout out to yeah. the flying guillotine movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that was, um, he was dope. Sonya Blades, dope. all the fighting is dope. It's just so everything else. Is kind of... She seems very basic to me. She's always seemed basic to me. What about and Kalina in there? Kalina. Melina. One Melina, of them is sorry, in there. Melina. Melina's in there and she there. <laughs> okay. But so so would you would the you the fatalities are awesome. Some of them are, you know, Fire. hilarious. Like, okay. yeah, pure comedy. So would you recommend 
Would you recommend Mortal Kombat on HBO? Yes. I mean, it's on HBO Max. If you got HBO Max, turn that journal on. Get roasted. You know what I mean? You got to be roasted. This is definitely a movie of, you know, inebriation. <laughs> you know, of some form or another. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, I heard yeah. it did very, very, very well. So there's yep. probably going to be a sequel. So it maybe, they, it. maybe they will work on, as you say, the clunkiness and of the script and maybe focus in... In, in, even more of the fighting or yeah. just tighten up the, the story part a little bit. Because also they probably want to avoid just being called just something that's just about fighting. But then again, this is Mortal Kombat. Like, it that's is. what I expect. I expect fatalities. I expect oh, man. fatalities. I expect friendship sometimes. Yeah, I didn't, like, I, I expect this stuff. I think there was some friendships. I'm not sure if there was a fatality, but the fatalities were ridiculously great. Like, okay. man, they... <laughs> <laughs> like there was a couple where you know you see a couple and you're like, oh, they really go, oh, oh, this is awesome. You know? Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm like I said, I'm, I'm still excited to watch my, the one with the buzz saw. That's all I'll say. That's my fave. That one was okay. like, woo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like to me, Mortal Kombat is one of those things. Like it just like um, just in the vein of stuff like uh, Fast and Furious, where it's just like I really don't care all the like the details about what's going on there you like, go i just want to see the ridiculousness so yeah but fast and furious does a better job with the non-ridiculousness you know yeah, that's what some storyline but, okay. but they've also had like 10 of them shits to get it together They're also so. going into space so i'm just like <laughs> you know there you go so maybe by like mortal kombat 5 this will become one of the greatest series of all time <laughs> you know we'll be sitting here talking about the family in mortal kombat <laughs> you know <laughs> And how they brought this dude back from the dead after he was cut in half from the first one. <laughs> like... Stabbed you with your own There's blood, definitely some dude. people who took L's that I need to see resurrected in the later one. I'll say that. I was trying to like, word, you just don't murk my mans like that? You know, like, cause they, they murk a few cats. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a few people I like, too. Like, you know, like. Pretty much all the characters I really like got hurt. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what I say. I didn't, you know, it did not, you know, um, they splurged on the murking. You know what I mean? They didn't like, they didn't stimp out on the mercs. Okay. You know, yeah. They, they can't. Like, that's the mainstay. That's the centerpiece of all of this. And if you well, yeah. F that up, then I don't care anymore. It's they not did not. Combat. No, they splurged on the mercs. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, all definitely right. did that. Uh, shout out to everybody who participated in our Black Lady Sketch Show promo. We are giving away, or, or we, we we have in hand, some Eden Body Works gift cards, the digital gift cards. Last week, we put up a post, and this is why you're supposed to be following us on socials, at For All Nerds, because you missed out on your chance to potentially win this, okay? And also, if you're part of our Patreon page, you might get a little something as well. I'm just mm. saying. Patreon.com slash For All Nerds. So, we're going to be announcing the winners of those gift cards on socials, so be on the lookout for that. Also, shout out to everyone who has helped get views from the 616. That's at views from 616 on the Twitters. Over 1K followers. Thank you, everyone, for your support. Be sure that if you haven't finished The Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet, that you do that and then listen to our podcast. We are still talking a lot about it. We are still doing our analysis and deep dives and talking amongst each other. And... 
we may be putting together a little something very soon, you know, maybe something that might pop out next week, next Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Just saying. Mm. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll that see. sounds like an announcement. Or it may not happen, but you never know. <laughs> something will happen on Monday at 1 p.m. on twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Surprise, motherfucker. That's, That's views day, baby. That's you know views what I mean? day. Yeah, that day yeah. don't stop. But you know, yes. we we might need to move yes. that time later for Loki. I think yeah, we need to discuss yeah. that. Um, yeah, we did get a couple of people. Uh, shout out to George Carmona that asked if we can move the time a little bit later when we do our next um, show review. Just because, again, people on the West Coast and also some people who are, even people on the East Coast who are Working. still at work. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I mean, we have so many people who are at work watching the show mm. and taking like two hour lunch breaks. And we yeah. love you for it. And But don't get fired. Don't get fired. You know, we do need you so we're gonna help you out and try to move it down a bit so we can incorporate everybody and just make it a little bit easier on your time thank you to everyone who has hit us up on the t public that's our merch store tpublic.com slash stores slash for all nerds you see ben i mean is wearing the lawanda and uh division shirt <laughs> shout out to mr morris 55 and also i'm wearing the incredible inclusion is revolution t-shirt uh, thank you to Chrissy Chung, artist extraordinaire. Thank you to everyone who has, again, like I said, hit up that page and bought all sorts of merch from T-shirts to masks to phone covers to pillows. We love you. We salute you. We see the pictures coming in. Y'all look beautiful. Keep sending us pictures. If y'all bought merch, wear it. Put it on your head. Put it on your face. I don't know. Send us a picture so we can see it, please. We want to see y'all rocking this stuff. And thank you for everyone who is loving the views from 616 logo. That shit is fire. I'm really happy about that. I know Ben Ami is looking for, uh, I think he has the mask right there. Some other stuff oh, going on. Yeah. Thank you. Look at that beautiful mask, man. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. Put it on for these hoes. Yes. And I'm saying look at that because you're supposed to be watching us too. Twitch.tv slash 4 nerds, as I said before, so you can see our beautiful faces. You can see the beautiful colors and the mask and all that other stuff. Also, because you're on Twitch, that means you are following us because that's the only way you can even chat in the first place. Uh, if you can, please also subscribe. If you, One thing I've never said on this show that I need to remind everybody, if you have Amazon Prime, you actually get a free subscription to any Twitch channel of your choice every month, meaning every month you have to resubscribe. You can use that to subscribe to For All Nerds. Boom, right there for the free. So make sure you do that. And make sure you are looking at our schedule because every Wednesday we have our gaming editor, Uncolored Page, or Uncolored P, as he is known there, holding down gaming. Again, twitch.tv slash for all nerds. And look at that beautiful purple Urkel views from the 616 t-shirt. I love it. And make sure you are following us on our YouTube because if you miss the live streams of our shows, that is okay because we put them up on our YouTube page youtube.com slash for all nerds tv where you can find all of our interviews we've ever done along with some original content and you get to watch our new show that is um co uh i guess co-sponsored by black girl creates it's called things we imagine it is led and hosted by Portia P. You know Portia from our from our Game of Thrones recaps and and other shows, uh, including Lovecraft Country, Safe also, Negro Pod, State Castle Night, Black, Black, and Bayana again from Black Girl Creates. They uh, this is an interview series that features mm -hmm. fantasy, sci-fi creators, creatives of color, uh, lots of pro just prominent women in the forefront. 
And it's just, I, I love this series. Like, I, I love what they're talking about. I love all the book recommendations. So if you're a book, big book reader, definitely watch this series. Again, it's on our YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. Mm-hmm. There you go. Make sure you get some of that. Like she said, we are all over there. We got the Twitch popping. Very soon we'll have Tatiana um, on there, you know, very <laughs> soon. Yeah. Very soon. I You're know you're sick of me, y'all. I know y'all you know. sick of me, but it's it's happening. It's happening very it. soon. I have we're, everything. We're hoping and praying. Yeah. That being said, we do have a we have some special guests today. We have uh-huh. an interview. We are interviewing some people involved in this project. In this little project, it's actually really an amazing project. I'm just being funny, but there's yeah. a major project called All Caps. It is uh, all about MF Doom. It's a free mini webcomic. You've probably seen it already. If not, go to our Instagram. That's Instagram.com slash for all nerds. And you can see these beautiful pages from this webcomic. We will be talking to the publisher, creator, and writer, Troy Jeffrey Allen, as well as senior editor, Crown, also known as MechaCon. So make sure y'all stay tuned for an amazing interview. The Emmy-nominated HBO original series, A Black Lady Sketch Show, is back. Don't miss all new episodes of the hilarious sketch comedy series featuring creator Robin Thede, Ashley Nicole Black, Gabrielle Dennis, Lacey Mosley, Sky Towson, and tons of celebrity guests. And to celebrate, we're giving away Eden Body Works gift cards. Watch A Black Lady Sketch Show Fridays at 11 p.m. on HBO and streaming on HBO Max. Welcome back, fan fam. You know we bring you the best in geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. And as usual, we are bringing you some fire because today we're bringing you some of the crew involved in all caps, a visual interpretation of the MF Doom sound. As you know, Daniel DeMille, rest in power, may be gone, but MF Doom lives on. This is the true story of the supervillain determined to beat the world. And with us today, we have publisher, creator, and writer, Troy Jeffrey Allen, as well as senior editor, Maya Williams, also known as Crown. She is the executive manager of Amanya Enterprises, and we're going to talk some more about who they are and what they are doing when it comes to all caps. First of all, thank y'all both so much for coming to the spaceship. What's up? What's up? Thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. So I gave a little bit of an introduction, but can you just please give the people a little bit more by way of who you are, what you do, and also where you're from? You want to go first, Crown? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name is Troy Jeffrey Allen. Uh, I am a lot of things, but uh, I'm definitely a comic book nerd, first and foremost. Um, uh, I wrote MF Doom All Caps. Uh, I co-publish uh, with uh, my my partner, uh Nick Gallen, a company called Rexco. And I'm also the content marketing manager for Diamond Comics Distribution, which means I handle uh, pretty much everything you see on previsworld.com at some point has to pass my desk. And I also produce videos for previsworld.com. So that's that's the short version of my story. Excellent. Crown? Peace, everybody. This is Crown. I am founder of MechaCon, Midwest Ethnic Convention for Comics and Arts. Um, a national global traveling comic book convention, international film festival, artist residency program, 
dope ass problematic clubhouse <laughs> you know as um an executive manager to many egos in the comics and, <laughs> and, and film space lucky to be here thank y'all for having me absolutely and i can definitely attest to that we've known each other for a long time and you, you you've had me in your clubhouse room like you said your problem your, your clubhouse room is cool don't say it's problematic i'm tr- problematic shit i'm we we chill in my club yeah my clarifying yeah yeah but no, i have a good time there and like you said with with MechaCon, everything you've been involved in, i mean you've been involved in this common space for years upon years and definitely want to make sure people give you your flowers and give you your props for this but like we said you know we're here to talk about everything all caps um the only the only thing i asked in the beginning that neither of you answered where are you from oh uh i'm originally from washington dc i currently live in columbia maryland okay dmv i see you yeah yeah i don't know if i can rep the dmv actually if i'm in columbia though Maryland, DC, Maryland, Virginia, you could rep it. <laughs> See, there's a, but there's a limit to that though, because this is what people don't tell you. It's like once you get past a certain point in Virginia, you can't call the DMV anymore. Virginia's way too big for that. I feel the same thing for Maryland, but facts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Backed it up, right? Exactly. Definitely. Most of Virginia, F that. Most of Virginia. Yeah, once right. you get past Pentagon City, I don't really mess with you no more. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we start getting to the racist territory. Yeah. That's when things get too real. Lord and that's on mumbo sauce. Yeah. Crown, tell everybody where you from. Uh, I'm from the land of Jay Dilla, aka Detroit. Uh, hey. Proudly living here, um, raised in the suburbs, but I pretend I'm from the D because I do more for Detroit than half the niggas I raised here. So Ooh. I claim Detroit till I die. Hey, okay. I always got to sing it so cold in the D anytime someone says they from Detroit. That's just, <laughs> that's that. You got to sing that song. I feel like you can't get away with that. So, all right. So bef- as we, um, we read uh, all caps, love, really love the art. Um, very colorful, very expressive. Um, it, what you said is a kind of a visual interpretation of MF Doom sound. So there's clearly, there's characters there that are people that he've worked with, like, um, like, uh, I don't want to give it away. I want people to look at it too. But you know, there's some cool people in there. Like I see Major Laser was in there, a few others. And just how did you get the crew together to even come up with this webcomic? Uh that was Crown. That was all Crown. Like uh I gotta give her credit. Like um uh, you know, I had an idea and I knew exactly the type of story I wanted to tell. Mm. Uh, but when it came down to just, you know, anchoring people to get on this, um, you know, crown was one of the first people I talked to was like, I think I want to do this. I'm not too sure. I was being an artist. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was just being like, eh, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I want to do this, you know, all this other crap. And then crown was like, no, like you should do this. And I know exactly who should draw it. I know exactly who should letter it. I know exactly who should color it and don't tell her this, but she was right. I said it very low. <laughs> I'm set it very low so she doesn't hear it. But uh yeah, she 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 hooked it up. And like I gotta say, like the book looks phenomenal. Like yeah. Smack killed it, Louis Guerrero killed it, uh Darren Bennett killed it on the letters, like it looks great. So Okay, okay. And of course, Crown, you just had these people in your back pocket, like you just knew this is the true crew to put together. Just say what do what I say and everything will go good. 
I mean, basically, it's the flex of a black woman. So that's what we do. We know everything and, and everyone abides. Uh, we wish. Um, but yeah, there, <laughs> you know, all people in my network, I have a steroid size network of, of different people in every aspect of, of comics and animation. So I knew mm-hmm. what specific people would work and be strategic in having them on this project and luckily it all came together as i was hoping that it would so so troy wouldn't be mad at me for being overbearing luckily it it, it did work out so here we yeah. are no, i can't say shit <laughs> i was gonna say how how has the experience been but i mean i feel like you've been whipped into shape troy so i think it's been a great experience <laughs> i mean it's 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 been an experience you know like uh yeah. I mean, look, there's always going to be that self-doubt, like, as you're going through this process, right? Like, I mean, especially with, you know, making something about someone who just passed away. Like, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of conversation and a lot of, like, nail-biting about, like, oh, is this going to be the right time to do this? Will people view it as this? Will they say it's exploitive? Like, you know, uh, what is the right mode? What is the right avenue to give this to people so that it doesn't appear like it's coming off as, as we're exploiting his, his legacy, you know, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was always a conversation. That was always, I think the, the main point of anxiety putting this together, but everything else was smooth as eggs. <laughs> like it just, it. it just worked, you know? And, and I imagine that that understanding or that idea of not wanting to feel exploitative is why you made it a free web comic. Yes, absolutely. As opposed 100%. to selling it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get we have people asking, like, you know, hey, can we get a print version? Can we get a print version? Can we get a print can version? Got, my, yeah, my IG is like the comments are just like everybody's asking me that. And I'm like, I just I don't feel comfortable doing that just because, you know, we did this as a tribute and it's free to the Internet for a reason. And I feel like once you start printing it, I feel like it mm-hmm. starts to become I don't know. There, then it becomes like the like finances kind of like kind of factor in. And I didn't want that to be the the thing here. So. And why the fuck niggas want six pages printed? Can <laughs> we, we ask that? Like, because because it, it's good. Like, want the tangible. Be good. Yeah, they'll be all right. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like the joints you get on free comic book day. You know, they give away six pages all day on that. You know, so. Yeah. But don't they put yep, yep. them all together though in other stuff? What about the little ash tan? You know, you can make a little ash tan of it, a little manga joint. You know, <laughs> you know, there's there's ways. There's ways if you know if you want to get your little six pages on. Yeah, we really wanted to do it for free for for multiple reasons. Not only so we don't get fined, right? <laughs> or we don't get sued. Not Dude, only right. so the city of Detroit doesn't come after Crown because I'm heavy in the in the hip hop community here. It's just for for many reasons. Like we don't want people to look like, oh, we trying to cash out on somebody's death, right? It was right. for for spiritual right. reasons, like. I didn't want anybody to think that we were doing it for the wrong reasons because we honestly were not. Right. But if it looked like we were, then, you know, everybody was going to think that we were. And we we didn't do it for the wrong reasons. We, we literally did it for the love of Dilla and for the love of comics. So that was the reason why we we wanted it only six pages. It also got out faster. It got mm-hmm. out. It, it was yeah. done faster. Mm-hmm. It was easier to to get artists to stop what they were doing in the middle of other projects. Like here, right. do this real quick and you know, take care. It was it was many strategic reasons on why why we A had it for free and why we B had it only six pages and stuff like that. Yeah. How far back do y'all go uh, as fans of Doom? Me? Oh shit. 
long, 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 long time. Long, long time. I'm from Detroit. Dilla, Dilla and, 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 and Doom go, you know, they go mm-hmm. hand in hand mm-hmm. here. Like, literally go hand in hand. Like, it's, you know, it's boom bap. So, you know, I, I've always listened to Doom. I've mm-hmm. always loved to hear a lot of Doom. So, mm-hmm. Actually, I'm glad you said it's boom back because, yeah, I made it a point to make sure we get that sound effect in the comic, too. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah. what it is. That's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, no, actually, I can pinpoint exactly. Uh, I was in high school. It was like probably my last year of high school. And I had a buddy who's like, you know, he wanted to be a rapper. Um, he's actually makes, he's still, he actually makes some pretty good music. But, uh, you know, he <laughs> put me on to MF Doom and he put me on to uh, Gene Gray like mm. simultaneously and he's like you like comics and shit right i was like yeah he's like well, listen to this <laughs> and i was like oh okay yeah this is where it's at and like uh yeah the first thing i got was operation doomsday and taco day by gene gray those are two two things he gave me mm. and um once i found that i just i you know this is during the napster uh what the napster uh what was the other one limewire days Lime right? so, oh yeah of yeah, my yeah, yeah. The, the the old p2p days the, yeah <laughs> p2p days exactly so it was just like i'm downloading all this i don't like just all the remixes all the different versions like i want all of it like i don't care what it is like i found nas nas versus mf doom like i found like a christmas album like it was all sorts of stuff and i just you can never get tired of it when it's like at that level you know mm. Mm. that's real so this webcomic they released back on 420. Um, it, it had like a really great response online. I did see across even from our socials and other people's socials throughout that week. Like a lot of people, um, they you know, just really good feedback in general. So, I mean, we we said that it's a visual interpretation of MF sound, but like, what was the overall message you wanted to get across uh, above just the sound? Like, what was the the goal? What do you hope that people glean from reading and kind of consuming this webcomic? Uh, you know, so um, one of the big things uh, going into this is that I did want to visualize the sound, but then I didn't mm-hmm. really understand how deep that went um, until I started doing my research. And okay. I came across this old uh, Red Bull Music Academy uh, interview that Doom did. It was like an hour long. Like, I swear to God, it's like the longest I've heard him talk on anything. And um uh, in the interview, he talks about how, look, like when I got into hip hop, like they were on the radio. There was no MTV. You know what I mean? You didn't know what these dudes look like. You didn't know what these women look like. You know what I mean? Like you just went off of whatever the DJ said was their name and that was it, you know? And and so uh, his whole thing was it's not about what it looks like. It's about what it sounds like. And of course, this comes on the heels of his brother's death and how the hip hop industry treated him after his brother's death. Um, So all that stuff factors into that as well. But I thought that was kind of an amazing point that like I never would have came to on my own, Mm -hmm. even with me wanting to visualize the comic, like I never would have came to that on my own. And I thought it was kind of interesting because he kind of really lived that, you know, for the most part, he, you know, Look, there are pictures of him in real life, right? But I mean, when you really were supposed to see him, you only saw him with the mask, mm-hmm. right? Like that was the gimmick and that was it. And I think there's a lot of layers there. Like, I mean, you could really get into like all sorts of things. So you could talk about the, the nature of hip hop and how it shifted from that. Uh, by the time I joked earlier in one of our other interviews, like by the 90s, it was Mason Puff Daddy dancing in red trash bags you know it was all it was very showy you know what i mean like it was just very much like for for appearances in a lot of ways and there's nothing wrong with that stuff but it was very much you know meant to show out i and, do i uh, do all say, in the videos 
Right. Yeah, but producer I feel- in the video, DJ in the video, like everybody's in the video, whole crew. I was uh, just watching the East Coast Family video, and like it's just Bill, Michael Bivens' entire crew. That's it. My bad. What were you about to say, man? I would also say though that hip hop has always been that. I, 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 you know, like the very first guys came out in disco suits. It was. It's always been a very you. It wasn't on TV, you know, but it's always been a full on extravaganza, and that goes back to even before hip hop. But that. That just there's a whole argument to be made there about the whole cooning and whether or not it's cooney or it's just black people being expressive and that's something, big, you know. And I, I but I also know where Doom was coming from because I was I like I go back with him to KMD when you know when he was in KMD before he was MF Doom. So yeah, it was definitely a revelation. No, I totally hear you on that. Like I mean, like look, black people are going to show out. That's what we do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. You know, we express ourselves in our fashion and our music like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it, everything becomes an extension of us. Right. Um, but I do understand the logic that, like, you know, when you're coming up in the 80s and, you know, you hear like, you know, uh, Boogie Down Bronx for the first time, like mm-hmm. you're hearing it on the radio and you're just like, what is this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how that captures your attention. And then, like, you know, this is progression of how extreme that gets over the years. Like, you know, it kind of goes from like, OK, we're going to be rocking Adidas and Kangol's you know and you know and like show out that way but now it's like you know it's like everyone everyone's doing a a super bowl uh halftime special now (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so but yeah i totally understand what you mean though yeah but yeah i mean that was the whole point that was the whole uh the whole concept behind it and like i said it does have layers like you said about like you can get into cooning uh you can get into like how social media currently is where like people are doing things for clout and not really for substance like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um you know like it has so many layers to it and i was like that like there's a lesson there that encompassed so many other lessons and i was like i have to use this in the story i have to so that became the entire basis for it Hmm. yeah i would say that at least from what i've seen i feel like mf doom really bridged the gap between generations like um, you know, from people who've been in the hip hop scene from the time it came out to like even the younger kids who was who was like out now doing a new thing. I'm curious just from both you and Crown, um, you, Troy, like what are your thoughts and how you can continue to build those connections and bridge any gaps that may still be there between the generations when it comes to hip hop? Uh, fuck them kids. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I've been saying that all week. I don't know why I've been saying that. Nah, no, it's not gonna work. But I know you're playing. But also, like even even our show, our our uh, for all nerds, like we have a we have generations of people. Like there, we got uh, recently, like we got um, a note from someone just thanking us for what we were doing, saying that they've been listening to us since they were in high school, which means like they're now in college. So just to have that understanding that. Like even through your art, like uh, even through this comic and, and potential other um, projects, like you're you're you helping to tell this story. So I'm just curious, like, what do you think? And I know it's not fuck them kids, but what do you, how do you think? What do you think about that? And I would love love to hear from both of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, look, I've like I've gone to schools on behalf of Diamond, like to like promote free comic book day, like kids, like no, like this is something's going on. I probably yeah. wouldn't even be into reading if it wasn't for comics. So I understand, like you know, the the uh, bridging the gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's, you know, truthfully, that's something that like has shifted for me yeah. is when I first started making comics in like 08, 
like all my stuff was like, I'm going to drop every F-bomb, every like curse word I can. I'll be as like outrageous, outlandish. And then like you get a little bit older, you're like, well, look, you know, not only do you want a wider audience for this, right, but you also want this to be accessible to any number yeah. of potential readers. And so like, you know, so I've scaled that back and, you know, like considerably from where I started. Um, but yeah, it's just a matter of, uh, I feel like this comic in itself, like there's probably a whole generation of kids that just never even heard of MF Doom. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Like all they know is Bad Bunny or whoever, you know what I mean? And like, that's it for them. So like, it's kind of one of those things where if you stumble across this on the internet, you get a little bit of a hip hop education. So maybe that's something. Hopefully that's something. Okay. How about, what about you, Brown? Brown? Yeah. yeah. How how do you think we could bridge the gap between the generations when it comes to hip hop and comics? Um, through education, definitely adding hip hop to education, to elementary school, middle school, not just not just high school, but definitely, definitely high school. Because for a lot of people that you know, that's the last stop, right? Right. And there's nothing wrong with it being the last stop because college isn't for everybody. But you want to make sure that you instill the history of music into students because art is so important. And here in Detroit, we have a high school called DSA, Detroit School of Arts. That's where Leah graduated from. She actually was the first mm. graduating. She was the first graduating class. And it's the sixth floor all arts high school. And they definitely incorporate um, all aspects, all genres of, of hip hop. And I wish that that was taught more in other in other schools in other states like they have djing they have beat making and it's not just like oh it's just like one class for two weeks it's like all year long it's wow. like it's like you learn english you learn spanish you learn turntables like it's you know it's a whole last thing wow. so i think that that's very important and since the first year of MechaCon. I've had hip hop every single solitary year um, as far as the ones that I have here in Detroit. It's very important to me to to incorporate hip hop in these babies because it's, 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 it's developmental. You know, it's, it's, it's super important to develop a child's mind through mm -hmm. science, technology, mathematics, economics, agriculture and, and all things art. So it's, it's, it's super important to me. Hmm. Mm, that's really cool. I wish I could go to school like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, could you just imagine? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a whole flex. School dope as hell. Shout out to DSA. Wow, wow. Well, I hope we we actually you actually enlighten some people who live in the area that can potentially hit up that school and see if they could go because I didn't even know that existed. That's wild. Yep. Wow. So with this, you know, this project came out. Like I said, really good reception and. Just it's it seems like it feels like this is coming straight from your heart when it comes to just the legacy of MF Doom. And can you just tell me, like, what about him? Like, what do you cherish the most about MF Doom? Uh, you know, I just did a panel uh, this past weekend and I kind of realized this as I was saying it. I was like, oh, actually, this is 100 percent true. Uh this is like blurred culture before there was a blurred culture. You know what I mean? Right. That's what MF Doom is like mm -hmm. before there was a name for it. This is what that was. And um, that kind of was an interesting transition for me because, uh, you know, I grew up with hip hop. Like I, my, I had an older sister. She used to watch Jukebox all the time. I got really into it after her because of her in some cases. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I joked that I used to work, you know, I went from cross colors to gangster, gangster rap flannel. Like that was like, you know, that was a transition for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, 
but uh you know it wasn't about that life at all but still like you know it just uh that was a transition and um yeah like uh but it wasn't until that introduction to Operation Doomsday, you know, that inter- yeah. that introduction to Jean Grey, uh, that introduction to Little Brother, you know, um, that introduction to Most Def, like that introduction to Aesop Rock, any of those people, like that's where I kind of felt like, okay, I'm already, I already am hip hop, like you know what I mean? Like I don't have to be, I don't have to be, uh, I don't have to emulate MC Hammer or Snoop Dogg, <laughs> like you know what I mean? I can be. Either one of these things, I can be whatever I want to be, and it's still a representation of hip hop. So that's what MF Doom did. Like that was the transition for me to make me understand. Like, okay, yeah, this is a this is all encompassing, and it's not just one thing. Hmm, okay, uh, Karan, what what do you cherish most, or miss even miss most about MF Doom? Oh, you're on mute. Oh yeah, you're on mute, Crown. His sorry, his his balance, his um. His humbleness and his arrogance, his his mm-hmm. incognito, um, his not feeling the need to be to be flashy with 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 jewelry and and cars and shit. Even when he did finally start getting money, right? Because he was broke as fuck for a long time. We know that, mm-hmm. but he also did have moments when he did have money, and he still didn't focus on that. He focused on the craft. He focused on the art. He focused on substance. He didn't care about all the extra shit. He didn't care if people knew what he looked like and all of that. So that's what I, that's, that's what I cherish most about him is his, is his balance of his spirit. Cause I think that's very needed um, right now. And in, in yeah. so I'm not one of those people that say, you know, this all, all hip hop now is whack. I don't do all this shit. There's some fire ass shit coming out right now. <laughs> Thank you. To, yeah. to focus on, right? Yeah. What I do miss is the, the energy of, the 90s like the 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 knowledge of self era you know you can still be flashy but what are you flashing with are you are you wearing some batik bones or are you wearing somebody from italy uh uh pants and shoes and stuff so you know it's just it's, I, i'm all about about balance you know and 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 all of that is is very needed right now in in this new this new genre of 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 music and art as a whole so that's what I love about Doom. Doom was very balanced. He was super, super balanced with his with his energy. Yeah, that's excellent. And I think y'all found a, an incredible balance with the team. I mean, you know, obviously we have the both of you. There's also the illustrator Sean Anthony Mack, letterer uh, Duran Bennett. Is, is it Duran or Darren? Darren. Darren Bennett. Um, and I mean, and a lot more people. So I mean, are we going to see more from this team now? Now that you have this established webcomic, are we going to get more in the future? What's going on? And people have been joking. I've heard a couple of people already call him Crown uh, Nick Fury. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's not far from the truth. He's like, she's like, get your crew, you know. So, I mean, look, in terms of company to keep, this ain't this ain't bad company to keep. Like I yeah. see it like that, you know. Like, uh, Smack's a really cool, very humble guy. Uh, Luis is super talented, and like, you know, one I, of the coldest, colorist, yeah. breathing by yeah. far. What's his full name? Louis Guerrero. Guerrero. Louis, Louis Guerrero. It's Louis, Louis Guerrero. He's mostly in mainstream, but he started in indie. So he always pulls up for me and other black indie comic creators because it was the Negroes that 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 helped him get where he was at. And he always, always <laughs> reminds me of that. He always tells me he was like, white people didn't care about me. Bro. They didn't care about me. I was like, well, we give a fuck about you, bro. So, yeah, pull up. 
So mm-hmm. he he's one of the coldest. He works for Marvel, DC, Skybound, everybody. You could possibly think of Lewis is one of the top, top, top colorists in the industry right mm-hmm. now. So shout out to Lewis. Yeah. Like when she was showing me uh, like just his colors, just trying to convince me like this was the guy. And I didn't have anybody in, in mind. Like she was just trying to show me like this yeah. is who I'm talking about. You know, she starts. I'm thinking she's going to break out like, you know, some couple of indie books and I'll be impressed. She's like Thor. and i'm like wait a minute hold on like issue number like issue number one like you know what i mean like like yeah like she she came in swinging so can't hate on it and darren darren is like also another tremendous talent like i didn't nominated yeah like you know said it sent the pages to him once said this is what i want yeah and didn't even have to send it back done deal yeah no a very extremely accomplished team you know as i was looking at the rundown i'm just like well damn like no nick fury for real nicole fury shit like nicole fury there you go come on all right and then also for those who haven't seen the webcomic yet how can they get access I mean, it's everywhere. Uh, like it's on Crown's feed. It's, it's on really my feed. It's on all. It's on all our feed. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. If you follow any of us, I've got it pinned to the top of my page. I'm sure you, it's like at the top of Crown's mm-hmm. page, Darren's page, uh, Lewis's page, Smack's page. You have um, your website. Yeah. You, your website. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have my website, which is it's it's in the beginning stages. That's why I kind of like keep keep leaning off of it a little bit. But like, yeah, create the culture dot today um the the full comics there especially if you want a high res like nice quality version just mm-hmm. so, you, so you can see exactly what we're talking about in terms of quality like yeah there's they're just like and the colors really pop it's on um hip-hop marvels it's on um it's it on party on nerds hip-hop marvels party nerds it's yeah. on um okay. the nerds of color mm-hmm. It's on complex. It's on a whole bunch of shit. Cause like just like I send it to y'all, I send it to like nine million people. So, you know, thank everybody <laughs> for 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 pulling up for me all the time. I always appreciate it in full. So thank you. Especially black media, because black media is always more important to me than anybody else's when it comes to mm. black content. So I always appreciate when my people say yes. Cause everybody don't say yes. Everybody nope. does. No, absolutely, absolutely. And we appreciate you reaching out to us. Dope, dope. All right. Well, you both have survived the interview with For All Nerds, which means we got to take you through the BRAP segment. BRAP, that is our quick, usually quick question and answer segment. We're going to give you some choices. We just want you to choose between the two. We might ask you why, but we're just going to throw it at you. You ready? All right. Okay. All right. The first question, Luke Cage or Black Panther? Huh. Go first. Uh, are you going to be? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I already know what crowd's answer is going to be, and it's not going to be what you want. Um, you know what? Uh, like, I got to be honest with you, Luke Cage. Uh, I, you know, me and my friend actually have this have had this argument quite a few times because he feels like Black Panther is like a, a is almost like a fantasy character, and like therefore not relatable. It's like you know, like people the way people talk about Superman. I don't agree mm-hmm. with him. I don't agree with him at all, but like, uh, uh, yeah, Luke Cage, I just, I've always enjoyed it. I also love like, you know, seventies era film, which he's definitely a byproduct of. Um, so like all that black exploitation stuff, like I do enjoy that stuff. So the yeah. heron, the heron, <laughs> the heron. Yeah. The sweet Christmas. I, I eat all that stuff up. I'm not going to lie. Like I think that's <laughs> hilarious. The prison population system, the, the daddy I mean, don't want them and he wasn't around. <laughs> 
Well, you know, the, the TV show leaned into that a lot, like a very bit too much, but yeah, like all that stuff. I just think all that stuff, I mean, yeah, I think all that stuff is like hilarious. And like, I just enjoy the, the schlockiness of it, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like just the over the top nature of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Wire or Breaking Bad? Oh, you're not going to make Crown answer that question? Oh, no. She, I thought she, go ahead, Crown. She, she, she threw it to you like she didn't want to answer. <laughs> oh, I was going to answer, but. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and answer that question and then and then I'll take turns and answer both questions. So go ahead, Troy. The oh. Wire or Breaking Bad? Well, that's, that's an easy one for me. I have never seen Breaking Bad, so The Wire. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. All right, Crown, what you, Luke Cage or Black Panther? Um, I'm a Jala. I'm as nine of the Weird Spider, um, Crescent City Monsters. Um, I'm One Nation. I personally and sincerely in my heart don't give a flying fuck about Marvel or DC. I'm all about Black Indie. So, because Marvel and DC ain't never did nothing for me, but Black Indie keeps me fed. Black Indie keeps me fed even when my unemployment doesn't come through. So, you know, I'm always going to shout out to Block before I shout out the suburbs. So. Yeah. The honesty is beautiful. Okay, so to you, The Wire or Breaking Bad? I've never seen five seconds of, of Breaking Bad and <laughs> I worshipped, worshipped The Wire. Worshipped eyes. Rest in peace to my brother. I almost started crying, so yes. Yeah, so, uh, so. I hear you. No problem. All right, I'm going to give y'all the next one. The Fresh Prince or Martin? Oh. I'm from Detroit. Right, yeah. Martin. Okay. Is that your, that's your final answer? Martin. That's your final answer? Yeah, that's Martin. It, Martin. Okay. Martin. The Fresh Prince was like, I mean, don't, don't, let me stop acting fake. Let me stop. I was say, come on. Like, you can't act like that's not, come on. It's both legendary stuff. The Fresh Prince was life, but so was Martin. Uh, and both of them continuously on a weekly basis represented HBCUs every time I opened my eyes. So, I, you know, I have I have deep and profound love for both of them, like sincerely, you know, and 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 the Fresh Prince always brought like the older celebrities, the super accomplished celebrities. And then mm. Martin always brought the hip hop celebrities. So, yeah. You know, it was it was both of them. You got the rich aspects of, you know, so people who weren't privileged, they got to see how privileged people live. And then you got hood shit in the raggedy ass apartment. So people who were privileged got to see how the hood lived. So, you know, I think it was, it's, it's both. I, I personally personally was obsessed with both of them. But I mean, because I'm from Detroit, I'm always going to say it. I'm always going to say it. Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. And Troy, are you on the same thing? You know, the whole time she's talking, I'm like bouncing back and forth. Damn, that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of Martin lately, actually. Like the last couple of uh, months, actually, just kind of off and on. I've, I've, ga I've gained an appreciation for Martin. Like I used to watch it all the time as a kid, but like I, I like it's different when you're an adult and you're watching it now. <laughs> Certain things make sense now. <laughs> I mean, not even I don't even think they necessarily make sense, but I, I think also like from a creative uh perspective you kind of like okay like this is definitely a broad humor like you know this this is not like you know a sarcastic style of humor like you know it's definitely a lot of physical comedy mm -hmm. and there's probably a lot of cocaine involved <laughs> like you can tell by watching it but like at the same time it's kind of impressive especially when you like look at people like tisha campbell and like then you go watch school days or something like that and you see that she has like a lot of range and this was just one one thing that she could do mm. um 
you know, yeah, uh, damn. Hey, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Martin because A, it had Brother Man. And on top of that, it had Tracy Morgan, which I feel, and I, I can't stop. I can never not laugh at Tracy Morgan. So there you go. I'm going to go Martin. Martin had nine million characters. Though. It like, did. I mean, that. Yeah. Martin was such a flex. Martin was always promoting Black-owned businesses, Black art, Black music, Black everything. Always, always, always was bringing mm-hmm. super known uh, Black radio hosts on mm-hmm. there. Like, I mean, Martin was so dope. Martin brought a whole bunch of Detroit people on the show. Like, it was just like, it was just so necessary. And 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 before Martin, Detroit wasn't represented on no damn television show. Like, of, of any kind and really hasn't been too much since right so you know shout out shout out to martin i've always loved um all the different aspects and things that 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 martin brought that a lot of people didn't give him credit for they just only also, focus on the negative stuff yeah i think that was that was always my reservation going back to it because i know that uh my mom did not like martin my mom kind of always equated it to uh, stepping and fetching and stuff like that. My aunts oh. loved it though. Wow. So damn. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's the way. That, I mean, you know, it's it's depends on who you ask. But I also realized that uh, long after that show gone off the air, like Martin has been quotable. Like even in just casual conversation, I ought to bust you in your head right now. Like you know, what I mean, it's like you can just throw it out there in like a conversation, and like I would forget it was from Martin, and then I realized it like, these last couple of months. I'm like, I got all the every half of the stuff I say to people is from Martin. So whatever. You calling people the player from the Himalayas? That's you. <laughs> all of it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Next one: Star Wars or Star Trek? Oof. Neither. You said neither. Okay. What about you, Troy? Uh God damn. <laughs> if I had to, I would say Star Wars, though. Okay. Because I used to watch it when I was little. All right. Without getting into the ins and outs of this, because this can get in the weeds, I'll get right? Into the politics of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this can get into the weeds. I think, you know what? Actually, I'm no, I'm going to change my answer. I think Star Trek is ultimately more beneficial for pop culture. Thank so you. There you go. Why? I think it's, I think it's more beneficial for pop culture. I think that, you know, look, I, you know, I work, I work in the comic industry. Um, I go to cons. I engage with people online. Look at Ben's face. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, I went to the Star Trek con. I, I, uh, I, it, it, it was, um, it was sad. It yeah, was sad. I don't know how that's beneficial to anything in in 2021. Hey, don't be disrespectful. Don't Let's be disrespectful. Like, I mean, it, it was, it wasn't a, it was a very. It was a ghost town. Um. Yeah, not well attended convention. <laughs> it was a few years back, but, and it was but, attended by the Dusties. <laughs> but <laughs> I, but but I think I get what you're going at, Troy. About the, but go ahead, say what you need to say. Well, I just, <laughs> I just, it's just I. Star Wars is like this this monster, right? That I kind of feel is almost unattainable. Like you know, every now and then someone gets it right, but it's it's yeah, it's just this beast that uh kind of invites like a lot of uh a lot of joy but also a lot of hostility mm. and i could be wrong about, i could be wrong about saying the star trek is the opposite of that but i think that i look at what gene roddenberry was attempting to create and how people have tried to uphold that over the last like several decades mm. um you know and I'm you know at, fam they had they had shorty stripping in the trailer and when they announced the black captain um people went nuts like 
<laughs> like, <laughs> it sounds good, but you know, like, <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're on this stuff, but I can't, you can't deny the forward thinking of Gene Roddenberry. And like, I think that that's like the key thing. I mean, the first episode. Ooh, have you read those early Star Trek strips? I can deny it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ben's job. This is Ben's job. He comes in here and then I just destroys your life. <laughs> but oh, I mean, man. like, you look at the first episode. There's talking Swahili. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, come on, damn, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's moments. a lot of there's a lot of thought that went into that. And like, you know, look, we we could always look at things from the lens of like. Uh, you know, look at things like 50, 60 years from now from now, and kind of go like, oh, this isn't up to par, you right. know, but those things are the, 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 the stepping stones to get us where we are so that we can, it's how we, it's how we mark progress. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody gives a little inch and then someone takes another inch and someone takes another inch and someone takes another inch. And then you look back and it's like, you got a whole highway behind, you, you know? Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, just a couple more. Uh, this is going to hurt your life, but comic books or hip-hop one gotta go the entirety of everything you say comic books or what hip-hop oh jeez. one gotta go oh, it has book. you have to pick one which one do you choose comic books sorry to this man yeah comic <laughs> book. sorry did um, i answer too quick no that's fine <laughs> you 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 are very definitive should I play it off since I'm a founder of a comic con and like <laughs> pretended that I was like debating? No, it's fine. <laughs> I got a real last nigga on here tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> what about you, Troy? I'm not doing it. No, you have to. You have. And if you want to live, you got to choose one. You got to choose one <laughs> to erase. I didn't know. Okay, you jigsaw in this scenario. Okay, I understand what's going on here. Yeah. Um. Uh. That's awful. They're gonna murder you in your sleep. You choose the wrong one. I'm joking. <laughs> no matter what I choose, someone's gonna come for me on this one. No, no, no. God, you know, I mean, comics have been good to me. I mean, I can't, I can't deny that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, I'm not. You know, they both have their moments where things are awful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, I don't understand this anymore. I quit. And I've quit both a couple of times, you know what I mean? But uh yeah, I'm in comics, you know. I'm okay. not a I'm not a not a rapper. So yeah. I guess that's a you know, that's a saving that's a yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that. Okay, no problem. And it's okay, no one's gonna kill you, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you will survive. Oh now you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> and for final question, if you could have any one superpower, what would it be? Go ahead, Troy. No, why well, you always want to make me go first? Huh. Uh, black uh, man, black man, cat, whatever they say. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> uh, you know what? These days, speed. Like that is mm-hmm. the only thing that will save my life these days. Is like the ability to multitask effectively and to process information quicker and to be done sooner. So yeah, I'm gonna say speed. Okay, we talking like Quicksilver or somebody else? Uh, I mean, I guess the Flash, right? Because the yeah. Flash can do the Flash has like you know, there's so many layers. I mean, timeline changing speed, <laughs> like yeah, you know what I mean, like right, like if I screw, week. like if I screw up on this interview, like I'll just you know run backwards or something. <laughs> you know, 
I'll go back and change that part where I said, fuck these kids. So there you go. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, Crown, what's your, what's the one superpower you're going to pick? Um, I would end white fragility, um, mm. white tears, things, <laughs> things of that nature. I'm laughing and I'm serious at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know you're dead ass right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. sincerely, because like I had to deal with it today. So it was kind of a, a quick reminder. Um, if I could have like some superpower that could just zap out white fragility, then the world would be a lot better place, a lot better place. Mm, I hear you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is the end of the brat, which means you have survived for all nerds. Thank you again for coming through. Um, again, just just one more time, let people know where they could find you and uh, anything else you want to plug. Uh, yeah, you can find me at TJA Comics, uh, pretty much uh, with Twitter, Instagram. And uh, my website is createtheculture.today. There you go. And um, MeccaCon everywhere, free with a login, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, Instagram. Might do an OnlyFans of a billboard. I don't know. <laughs> Heard unemployment ending soon, so I might get froggy. I don't know. But yeah, MeccaCon, M-E-C-C-A-C-O-N. Also have a few comic books coming up that are centering on hip-hop and jazz. Uh, child-friendly, super dope shit coming out with 133 Art. Also has some stuff that he don't want to talk about, which is super annoying. And we're working on some <laughs> stuff with him again as well. So a lot of dope shit on the way. Not doing MechaCon this year. I'm happy to be on y'all large ass platforms so I can say it loudly because people keep inboxing me like Crown can't take a nap sometimes. You know, like yeah. I ain't doing fire ass Comic Con last year and I can't take a break this year. So no MechaCon this year, and we will be back next year. So thank that, y'all. That's fine. It's still a pandemic. We get it. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, let us sister take a break a little bit. Let us sister take a break. <laughs> thank y'all so much for having us on this show. We appreciate it for real, for real. Like not just saying that at the end of the show. Like, like we definitely appreciate this platform, just like all the other ones. So thank you so much for having us on here. Absolutely. And thank you so much for coming through. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more For All Nerds. I'm Professor Brandon Obunu. This is Danny Lore. And this is Vida Ayala. My name is Genevieve King. This is Peter Ramsey. This is Kiro Karangawa. This is Lexi Alexander. This is Otto Asado. And you are listening to... I am listening to... I am listening to... I like to listen to... I'm listening to... I'm listening to... We are listening to... For All Nerds. Thank you so much again to Crown and Troy Jeffrey Allen. Thank you again for blessing the world with the all caps MF Doom series. Uh, Always love when people put out content of their love. Like it's always Mm -hmm. ends up being really good. So appreciate y'all for that. Mm -hmm. Facts and shout outs to anyone doing anything to represent MF Doom. You know, Mm -hmm. MF Doom forever, for real. Shout out to my brother, Bid Bin Klingon. You know, hope you're doing well. Hold your head up, bro. I know that, you know, that's family right there. That's H-U, you know. Mm, you know. There we go. You know, respect. Ah, oh, but now it's time for Big Respect is Automatic. And one of my 
favorite segments that we do every week on this show. And we got a returning champion <laughs> to the segment that we like to call The Quack is Extra, the Geekly Asked Questions, where we answer any and all questions. Really, it doesn't matter if they're geek-related, as you will see today. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what the question is. Really? I just, right. <laughs> I just know that it's a champion returning, and he got some good news for us. But if you have a question about anything, it don't matter. Hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com if you got one of them long-winded joints or need some privacy. <laughs> or, you know, if you need to explain yourself, because that's what I would do, because obviously I talk a lot and need to explain myself. Mm-hmm. Or you can hit us up on the Instagrams or the Twitters, the social medias, at For All Nerds, with whatever you got, don't matter, geek-related or not, hit us up. We love to answer them. You know, if you feel a froggy, as MechaCon said, <laughs> you know, shoot out there with some AKs and all that. If not, you know, just hit us with your question. Right. Well, you know Maze is feeling froggy because he's uh, got every it. Week. Yeah, every my week. Every week. Yeah, Maze is, is uh, what's my, what, Frogger? Frogger, that was that game, right? You don't remember Frogger? Frogger's too early? Wow. Crossy yeah. World? Yeah, yeah, yeah Frogger. I think that was the name of it. You know. Yeah. That's All really right. bad. My man's name was Frogger and he was a frog, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> he had nothing. <laughs> okay, here is the question from... Well, comment slash questions from Maze. Yes. It starts... Yeah! <laughs> What's good, fam fam? Live from Twitter jail, two months and counting. Oh my god, oh, you gotta put a chill in jail. Damn. Two months though? Yo, that means he's never coming out. But anyway. I caught one where I was there for like a day. Right. That's what I'm saying. If you're there it. for months, you're never coming out. Yeah, it's tight, bro. You might as well start or you refuse account. to delete the offending tweet. That's what that is. Yeah, there it is. All right. So uh live from Twitter jail, two months and counting. It's Maze, aka I said a drones in the house. Said a Jerome is in the house. <laughs> okay, I'm you know, or or it could be some drones in this house. There's, There's some, some drones in this, in this house. house. There's some yeah. drones. That's what I would have gone with, but okay. Yeah. Um, next one. Gandalf with black. <laughs> <laughs> it hey. should be Gandalf the black, right? Yes. I mean, sure. But why not? Yeah, right. okay. AKA Barf Simpson. That's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Keep moving. AKA Yo Gamma Gamma. <laughs> That's not bad. AKA Louis Vachon. Okay. And AKA Hexual Chocolate. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I really like that, that one, Mage. You, you've redeemed one, yeah. yourself over uh, this year. Yeah, Bar Simpson was ass, though. though. That's terrible. <laughs> but Hexual Chocolate is pretty great. That's pretty yeah, good. yeah. But he never All leads right. with the best one. He always. Yeah. <laughs> leads, always films a mess. You got to wade through the mess. All right. Uh, all right. Here it goes. I'm here with an update on the baby. So for, <laughs> for those who have don't know, Maze and, and Maze and his partner have been trying to have a baby. And mm-hmm. he's been updating us as time goes on. But he has a new update. The transfer went smooth. And I'm here to tell you all. It's a boy! Nice. Big shout out to my wife or and mother to be for her endless love and for my future son, Little Big Maze, aka the Womb Raider. Oh God, here we go, here we go again. 
He said, Little Mace, aka the Womb Raider, I love you more than life itself. See you in January. Oh, are you going to have Capricorn, baby? I'm a Capricorn, January 14. All right. Could be okay. an Aquarius, you know, but, you know, we'll see. Hey, man. Capricorn. Anyway. All right. We are super excited and are hopeful everything works out over the next eight months so we can finally start our family. Lord knows we lost a few for getting to this point, so we are grateful and fortunate to be in this place. Absolutely. Mm. Big up. Salutes. Blessings to the both of you, to the three of you. Yeah, and bless we, up. We will be watching. Please please keep us informed. Um, And, and again, we're going to send our prayers and love and energy and good vibes. And names. And names. We got a yes. name. You, got, you have to. Like... You have to let us name at least a middle name. Like, come on. Yeah, something. Something. All right, switching gears. Huge shout out to y'all for views from the Six One Six podcast. It's so damn good, and that logo. Mwah. Mm. Thank you so much, Maze. Yes, it is. I'm currently shout finishing... out to Doctor Infinite Mind Warp for designing this. Thank the you. one Theodore Jones, you know, the legend himself. With the black, Ooh, the watcher, the watcher, with the black, the watcher, the watcher, with the yeah. watcher. Yeah. yeah, there we go. The watcher. Uh, Not right. The yeah. The <laughs> watcher. I'm currently finishing the latest episode as we speak. I mm. absolutely caught the feels when Sam took. Uh, and wait, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't finished. Warning. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Just y'all, y'all late, but just letting y'all know. Yep. I absolutely caught the feels when Sam took Isaiah to see the statue exhibit showing his place in history. I hope to see more of Isaiah and his grandson Elijah in Captain America 4. With that said, I wanted to finally get to my question. With Marvel slowly introducing members of the Young Avengers into the universe, would you rather see the team be formed in the format of a Disney Plus series or an MCU movie? And also, would you want them to insert Ironheart into that group? <laughs> okay, he's looking to see for his comics collection and get some um, references. I will say I well, first of all, I absolutely want to see Riri. Like Riri is is basically what I would think I would be if I was a, a comic book character. Okay. Um, Ben, I mean, you are showing off the Young Avengers. Uh, trade now, here. What is this? yeah, this is the actual R cover. Yeah, uh, Karen Gillan and Jamie McKelvey. It's now actually back in print. So this is a comics you can cop because mm-hmm. this one right here is out of print for a long time and now oh, wow. it's back in print. Right. Which means Marvel is obviously doing something with it. I flip open the page to see your boy Kid Loki. Kid Loki, teen- yo. And that's what, teenage uh, Loki actually uh, by that point. What are the names of who is all in the Young Avengers? At least on the cover. On the cover we have Hulkling, mm-hmm. Wiccan, who we know from um Wanda's Vision. Wanda, Marvel Boy right here, who has not yet appeared. We have Miss America Chavez, who will soon be seen in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. We Hawkeye's have Kate, Kate Bishop, who will soon be seen in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And we have Prodigy, who is a young mutant who hasn't... Uh, obviously, the mutants haven't shown up. I think he might have been in The Gifted or one of those series. I Don't oh, quote me on that. one of those kind of offering series over yeah, there? Yeah, don't quote me on that. But they'll probably bring Prodigy back around. And also Kid Loki and right. Speed. Right. That we are Speed and Wiccan, who we've seen right. in WandaVision. Would you rather see the team formed in the format of a series, a Disney Plus series or a movie? You know, I now that we've had two shows thus far, I really like the the, the series format mm-hmm. because it gives them more space to, and not that it always happens, but it gives them the more space to flesh out these characters. That would also potentially 
lengthen the amount of time before you see them in a movie just because they're going to, if they're not going to do it for each and every person, but they're going to have to do it in groups at least. Or maybe they have some one like teenage focused show where it's about all of them. And then we get to see all the different trials and tribulations like a Degrassi, but for mm-hmm. Young Avengers. So um, I would personally rather see it in, a, in a, at least the introduction in a series. Me too. Well, we're already going to get Miss Marvel and Ironheart in their own series. Right. Off the break. Okay, and so then kind of the decision has been made for us almost. Yeah, the decision has been made for us in that we, way. We met Wiccan, at least Kid Wiccan. So. We've already met, and we're meeting pretty much all of the ones I listed by the end of this year or within the next year. And then Miss Marvel and Ironheart. Miss Marvel's this year. Ironheart's yeah. next year, I think. So it's going to you know, be up on us pretty quickly. And I'm with it either way. Like I say, this Young Avengers is one of my all-time top 10 combo books that I've read. You know, it made me the mm. fan of Karen and Jamie that I am today. And it's just, I mean, it changed my life really in a lot of ways. This book mm. is fucking incredible. You know what I mean? It's really and I love good. the art. I yeah. love, I love, mean, love you know, Jamie, art. this was yeah. like his formative. This is why Karen did this book so he could make Jamie a superstar. It really let Jamie just shine and show off what yeah. he could do. And so... Um, I mean, just come on, fam. Like, like that's beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. that's like any page you're open to, you know? So Yeah. But that's that's beautiful. that's when you know you're fire. Like it don't matter what page you open to, what panels you see, right? it's like all amazing. Yeah. So I don't care how, you know, like <laughs> this woman, Miss America Chavez, is one of my favorite comic book characters. You know, like she is just amazing. Kid Loki, I'm praying. I don't even have to pray. I know. That we're gonna see him, you know, the kid version of him at some point yeah. in the Loki series. So, oh yeah, because yeah, like, he's a, it's a variant. So yeah, and so you're gonna see the kid because they've already shown that they have the female version of Loki, and so they're gonna do the. Um, I know it. You know, this is like the kid Loki has had so many ill adventures in the comics in the last 10, 15 years that there's no way to ignore it or not just mine it for good stuff. So yeah, I'm not worried, yeah. man. How uh, you know, like you, I'm, I trust them. And to me right now, it's better with the series. Like you say, like, yeah. I'm much happier that we saw Falcon and the Winter Soldier than a movie. Like now, like the Black Widow movie to me is kind of like, ah. Even they- the Eternals movie, it's like, ah. Or Luke or, or Shane Chi, because like, I'm more interested in the next series. I'm like, oh, Loki, that's going to be six mm-hmm. joints. You know, at least like, I get hours with Loki. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That I can watch at home right now, rewind, watch again. Right. Like. Yeah, it's different now. It's shit, shit is different now because of the pandemic, and also because yeah. like I'm also curious, like you know, when when things do really start opening up, like 2022, 2023, how is that going to affect shit again? Like, are they going to stop doing this where they release everything simultaneously online, and it's going to go back to just theater releases? Like, or are they going to stick with it? Because my thing is, would that wouldn't that be a mistake if they decide to like go back to the old days, how how shit used to be? I mean, I feel like they're going to go back to movies, you know, being in theaters. But Disney but nobody Plus, only in theaters, like, and not not bringing it out. Like, you know, like, right day. now, it's, it's simul, right, it's yeah, simultaneous. Nah, I, I think they'll, they'll, they'll try and avoid that. Okay. Yeah, they'll try and go back to the old way. They'll try. Mm-hmm. Now, it just depends if people accept that or people are like, nah, we, you know, I'll cut HBO Max if you don't give me a movie a month. <laughs> You know what I mean? That, yeah. that That's what, you know, because they I got mean, to have something because that's what they yeah. got right now. That movie a month keeps you on that HBO Max. You know what I mean? And HBO Max is, is a, f- a very good service right now. Right now. you Very know, but, good service right now. Yeah, but if they don't have that movie a month, 
because the rest of their shit is fire yeah. too. Yeah, but and Disney Plus obviously too. But but Disney Plus, you know, they know Bad yeah. Batch right they, they, now, bitches. You know, like <laughs> they got the content. Let me keep that foot on your neck. Yeah. You know, like yeah. But HBO is that movie a month right now, so until so they get this, but they about to roll out. You know, they got Peacemaker the series coming off a of Suicide Squad. Mm. Yeah, and um, then they just said they announced uh, a Gotham series coming off of the new Batman movie. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So they already, you know what I mean? They working it. They know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't I, don't sleep on it. You know, like they they got that Snyder ish out their system, and they good now. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, just... Maze. I know I know that's your boy, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, don't restore. Keep it moving. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Well, we're keeping it short and sweet on the guac this <laughs> that week. That was short and sweet. <laughs> yes. Thank you to everyone again who participates in the guac. Please, we want more questions every week. Let us know. Hit us up, as Ben Amin said, on our socials at For All Nerds. You will see the guac posts go up, and that's when we want your questions. Also, if you are on Patreon.com slash For All Nerds, no matter what tier you're on, you get guaranteed guac questions. And as Ben Amin also said earlier, if you want some privacy or you just got a long-ass question or whatever it is, just email us, contact at ForAllNerds.com. Mm-hmm. And thank you once again, Maze, and congratulations, my brother. You know, salutes. Can't wait to hear more on that. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't think we got much more else this episode. I've already shouted out a comic you can cop, you know. Young yes. Avengers right here. Uh, you know, make, that, sure you're, yeah, make sure you're watching <laughs> us on twitch.tv slash for all nerds. So you can see our beautiful smiling faces every Monday and every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. But... We might adjust that 3 p.m. Eastern time. Maybe, yeah. 4 p.m.? 5? Some form of CP time. Plead the fifth. Fan bros. Fan bros. Fan bros. Fan bros. Fan bros. Fan bros.